had my eye on you a long time, Doctor. I consider you one of my most valuable long-term investments. And when it comes to my investments, I always do my homework. a lot of questions about finance to answer today and uh if anybody would like to get in touch with us and have their question answered on the air you can get us on our question hotline you can reach us at 1-855-429-9166 you can call and get a real person 770-429-9166 or you can email us at drgene at hensler.com if you want to take another tack and just Get in there and figure out your own question. We have lots of content on our website, which is Hensler.com, and uh, you spell that H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R. So uh, with that, Bill, are any of these do you want to talk about? Yeah, let's talk about Dylan from Hiram. So right. he sent an email that says, I'm retiring soon, and I'm nervous about having a lot of my retirement dollars in the stock market. What are the annuity products I have been reading about that guarantee retirement income for me? Mm. Well, I love how you insurance people get to say the word guarantee. Guarantee. Yeah. Well, uh, to be clear, is, it's only guaranteed up to the point the, the, that, that the company, institution is still in business. That's right. Right. Well, and just for the fact. And then, of course, the state fund. There you go. Yeah. I was going to say, there's a state fund in there, too, it's just a, in it's case. It's an unfunded but, state fund. But that's let's, right. let's that's be right. clear. There's a limit. There is limits. Georgia, in fact, has upwards of a $300,000 cap on whatever your value is that's in the annuity, right? So you have to have it in the annuity to be able to, and you, the insurance company has to literally have gone away right. so that it's absorbed by the state. And right. most often it gets pushed off to another company to take right. that on anyway. It's kind of so, like the banks. Yep, well, yep, yeah, yep, it's, yep. It, the, the reason that it gets done like that is because these banks, depending on how much insurance they have in the state, uh, they get allotted how much they have to pay to bail out that smaller company that's failing. So what winds up happening is one of those decides instead of just giving money for nothing, I'll just buy that company, right. and you know I'll get the benefits of the insurance that's or the the uh, payments that are coming in so that I can then offset. The yeah, money and spend but it to the question here from Dylan, um, we've said many times annuities inside of retirement plans, i.e. for or uh, IRAs, that's a problem. Survey says. <laughs> Now, the issue that he's driving at it's a here. Show, Bill. I'm yeah. just saying. Look, the some is, of these questions we can, you know, we you can, can cut, do, cut to the quick here. Go real quick. But, but what he's going at is a, a guaranteed income stream. There is a particular type of an annuity that is hyper focused on doing that, just that. It's called a single premium immediate annuity. And that then does get into some of those guaranteed income streams mm-hmm. that are available. And our conclusion is it might be a portion that fits into that bucket, right. but no way does it fit for the whole thing. Right. And too many times those those things wash together. You know, people get bleeded in and they think, well, I can buy this annuity and it's got this feature for future income. But if if your income is your goal, we'll, we'll back into a number that's going to solidify that and have it locked in for your life. But um the other thing I was going to mention here is there has been something that has developed within the last two three years in this space of 
annuities inside of an IRA, and it's called a QLAC. Yeah. Have you heard of that one? Yeah. It's, and it's it's okay. It's an interesting right. twist. It's the okay. biggest impact that the QLAC offers to a prospective client is in, if you can now protect something a dollar figure maxed out at $125,000 that would be protected from your required minimum distribution calculation. So whatever dollar you put into this, it is focused on a future income stream. Right. But that then That's takes the only it thing that makes it worthwhile of, is you, yeah, get you to pull take it out, it out of your. But notice R&D they capped calculator. it at one twenty-five. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, there's always a well, cap. The <laughs> insurance company didn't time. cap it. Of the government not. capped it. I understand. It. I know, but uh, anyway, that's the only other interesting <laughs> thing that I've seen. What's QLAC stand for? Do you remember? Qualified longevity annuity contract. There you go. So effectively, yeah. it, it's it's for people who are worried about running out of money within their retirement account. The only reason why it's it, it has relatively respectable, in my opinion, is because, A, you avoid the mandatory withdrawal, which is fine, and then it does give you some sort of future fixed, income stream. Yeah, so, yeah. It, it's still taxable when you pull it out. That's yeah. true. You can't get around that one. No. So are, are these, do you think the insurance company makes any profit on those? No. Any of those companies? No. Oh, come on. No. no. I just wondered. It's a push. It, so insurance, that's the a Helium Mossonary organization, right? They just, <laughs> they're non-profit, you baby. You know what I mean? It's that's the agent right. that that's a big makes word. The I can't spell it, but I know how to say it. <laughs> I, I just wondered because I almost every time I would rather own the insurance company's stock yeah. than to own the insurance. Yeah, I get it. You know, you know for, uh, when it comes to an investment product, you know. Yeah. Well, look, it is an asset class. I mean, we're beating up on insurance, and we really shouldn't because there is a need for it. You have homeowners, yeah, and you have no, auto, man. and if you got children, you got to have a lot of life insurance. There's no question. It's just what type, and you know. For whatever reason, you get in front of an insurance agent, not all of them, mm-hmm. but a lot of them, and all of a sudden the conversation's about permanent insurance, yeah. which is <laughs> 10 times life. more expensive than right. term, yeah. and they scare you because, well, what happens if you have a heart attack and you're not allowed to, you can't, you know, 20 years from now, you can't get reinsured and blah, blah, blah. Well, worry about that 20 <laughs> years from now, <laughs> right? I, mean, I know this. Come on. You've been on the sales road. pitch, man. Yeah, but it, it, there, there, as you say, there are specific needs that get addressed, sure. and too many times we... See too many people Listen, that come to us. Nothing with wrong blended. with permanent insurance if when everything else is covered and you're trying to yeah. do something with cash value, or if you really are worried about not being able to be insured in the future. And, and it's that's fine, but you, you need to yeah. understand how much it's going to cost to have the appropriate amount of coverage yep. for your family. Yeah. Risk management, right? It's Absolutely. not investment necessarily. That's right. So let's yeah. get right to it. All right. Uh, Jennifer from Kennesaw says, "What are some of the riders that I can get with my disability insurance, and are they worth it?" Yeah. Well, back to some of the things we've already commented about. Basic is good, in my opinion, right? Disability insurance is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you start stacking in these added bells and whistles, it starts to take it from a, a cost item. Uh, we like to think of things where the protection that you get out of a disability policy should cost you about 1%. 1 to 2% of your income should be what it costs to protect that amount of income. When you start getting into these added things like um, cost of living riders and waiver of premiums, uh, waiver of premiums. Um, What's a social, waiver of premium? A waiver of premium is um, when you actually do become a disabled, somebody, uh, well, the insurance company actually will pay that premium for you so that you don't have to come out of your pocket. You don't have to catch those up? Nope, nope. But here's what's interesting. A that's lot not of these automatic. Things, well, you... uh, that's that's the thing that's happened is as it relates to 
disability insurance, they've just woven that as, you know how uh, uh, 10 years ago your standard car was blah, 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 and didn't have this, that, and the other? Well, yeah. now you they've added. Not, it wasn't self-driving? No, not yet. <laughs> wouldn't back itself into a <laughs> but, yeah. parking lot. But now that's still a standard still feature. Don't trust that. Right. Don't yeah. Trust yeah, I don't either. But uh, got a long way to go before those self-driving cars, Bill. I don't think I can handle it. I'm not there yet either. But but as it relates to the standard contract that's out today, waiver premium is part of that. Uh, typically, you have other features such as a future increase option, which is another component. So you can of, buy more later. Yeah, you kind of stack to, in without having, having to go back through underwriting. Uh, those are standard part of contracts today. But these other things such as um, um, accidental uh, death and dismemberment, um, automatic increases, um, that is a feature where it comes at a cost, right? Um, the cost of living riders come at cost and, and so on and so forth. Um, partial disability riders. Now, there could be a place that that could fit, right? Because uh, you get to a situation where if you have a disability and you can't necessarily work full-time, but you Produce, you can demonstrate that you've lost 50% of your income because of right. a, a sickness or a, some kind of illness or some kind of an accident, you can now get a partial disability. Now, those are cost items that we typically start to show things to say, here's a basic, here's your standard, con- your standard contract, and here's the Cadillac. And we allow for folks to make some of those educated decisions on what fits best for their circumstance. So, so, so riders aren't all bad. Riders aren't all bad, but it's like anything. What's your goal? I mean, if you want basic coverage and if you want to cover that for maybe 1% to 2% of your income, well, then we got something that will fit well. If you want to stack it together to get 25 3%, 4% of your income, well, yeah, you're going to get all these other extra bells and whistles, but is that something you really want? Right. Yeah. Are the, are the benefits worth the, the right. cost? Worth the cost. And that's a definite uh, conversation that we, we, we like to go through with folks. Gotcha. Right. All right, let's, let's, uh, let's read Adam here. Adam from Canton says, I inherited a 401K a few months ago. The company that holds the 401K says I can't leave it there. If I cash it out as opposed to doing some kind of rollover, will I have to pay a penalty? Yes. Of course. Right. Penalties yeah. are there. Right. It's pretty <laughs> significant. Uh, you wind up having to pay, what, tax on the income as well? Get a yeah. penalty? Oh, no, you're definitely going to pay tax on Actually, yeah. I think maybe, hold on. You're, it's talking about, uh, can I leave it there? He says, I can't leave it there. I want to cash it out. So he's taking the money. Yeah, uh, but you, won't, you, you actually won't, because it's inherited, you won't have to pay the 10% penalty, but oh, you'll inherited. pay the income tax. Yeah. yeah. But I would recommend rolling it into an inherited IRA. Yeah, well, Then not? you can, you know, you can do what you want with it. I mean, you got to take your mandatory withdrawal over your life expectancy. Yeah, you but, can invest it more freely. Right. Uh, you can buy individual stocks. Most 401k plans just provide for mutual funds uh, within them uh, as as investment vehicles, and uh, uh, an IRA a rollover would give you more leeway in so investing it. For clarity, you, wish. you wouldn't recommend an annuity in there, Bill. So. Let me think about that. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, Let's see. IRA. IRA annuity. <laughs> No. Okay. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> All right. I was I was thinking that might come out in a minute. But maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I actually think some of those people should be taken out and beaten too, but that's a whole other. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. All right. What What do you think? What Which stock question you want to take? Uh, why don't we talk about? It's been a topical subject this week. Uh, it's not a stock, but how about uh, the rally in Bitcoin? Joseph oh. Lee from Atlanta says. Uh, Buy more. My news feed has been blowing <laughs> up with the rally in Bitcoin. Yeah. Also, someone asked me about Ethereum. 
thought the uh, cryptocurrencies were still speculative and not backed by anything. How can these have a rally, much less be a viable investment? Well, it's a currency, and you shouldn't look at a currency as an investment unless you're talking about the, the uh, economic benefits of buying uh, an investment outside of the um, country that you currently live in. Uh, the, the most real currencies trade uh, and gain and, and lose value based on their attractiveness, the attractiveness of the economy, uh, you know, relative to the one that you uh, spend your money in. So uh, the first thing that I would ask you is, uh, have you ever spent any Bitcoin? Have you ever transacted in Bitcoin? And, and I would have to imagine about 95% of everybody that's ever bought Bitcoin would have to say no. no. If you're not transacting in it and it's going up like crazy, you have to assume that maybe it's not the currency that you thought it was. Mm. Now, I, one thing that I would say, and it's really hard to tell, uh, you know, pinpoint it down to one exact reason why anything goes up or down in value, but uh, I, I don't know if you saw earlier this year, first of the year, uh, China came out and they put restrictions on how much currency uh, people can invest outside of uh, of China and currency and to them is yuan. So what's happened is uh, the Chinese are, are using their yuan to buy cryptocurrencies, um, much of which is causing bubbles outside of uh, <laughs> of. But why would they do that? Other current, well, they're trying to. What they do is they they buy, they buy a cryptocurrency mm -hmm. with the yuan, and then they can convert it to traded, whatever they want. It's traded in dollars, right? And they could transfer it to dollars. So a lot of what you're seeing. Who I else think might is, use bitcoins? Uh, well, it's illicit uh, transactions. So right. so no criminals, trace. no right. trace. Criminals, exactly. I mean, even though you have this blockchain technology behind it, which is one of the big drivers, and, and I think blockchain is definitely here to stay, whether cryptocurrencies make it or not. I think the more we see in cryptocurrencies, people investing in it, it's going to have a trail for a long time. Uh, and maybe it becomes a true currency at some point. But until you see significant transactions in any of these uh, I think that it's it's difficult for me to say, yeah, that's truly a currency. Until I can go to Kroger to and buy something with it, yeah. Say. Which is another reason why I don't buy gold, because you can't go to Kroger right. and buy you anything with it. You're yeah. right. They don't give you change for that. They don't. Well, <laughs> they do not. It says twenty dollars on my gold piece. You're telling me that I've given that and I can get twenty bucks, although it might be, you know, an ounce or more gold, it. which is about eleven hundred. Well, if you want to give me that ounce, I'll give you twenty <laughs> yeah, bucks. I don't have any change, problem with that. Change. For I'll give you change for, all day. For my singles, for my gold, yeah. dimes, whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. Pocket full of pennies for your for your trouble. Uh, all right. When it's truly worth eleven hundred bucks, right? So, what about uh, the other stock? Um, we've got uh, various and sundry others. Uh, let's talk about, real quick, Whirlpool. Martin from Duluth says, I own Whirlpool and Select Comfort. Both fluctuate a lot, maybe like the Bitcoin. Uh, not that bad. But uh, I've held on to them for about three years. Are they uh, worth keeping any longer? Um, if you've listened closely, Whirlpool's been in a scrape with with uh, Sears Holding. Uh Part of the problem is the fact that uh, Sears says that they were trying to go up on the prices. Uh, you know, Whirlpool's got other outlets. They don't need Sears necessarily. But uh, growth is expected about 7.23%. It's not really the most attractive of stocks. I think if you've done well on it, I would sell. Uh, sleep number has actually been growing like crazy. 
but the, the P.E. ratio is uh, a little bit suspect at this point. I can see you hanging on to sleep number, although it still doesn't meet our criteria. But uh, long term, I believe you're probably best to reinvest elsewhere. Uh, so, Bill, this is the nope. time that we always talk about. Is, is it, the market up or down? Well, I actually believe it's going to be up next week. I think it the, will, too. I think the kiss of death. Yeah. Uh-huh. To, yeah. Bill always says sideways. I, That's right. I'm, yeah, you flipped. That's yeah, right. he you did. Flipped. All I right. say the market's up. All right, we'll see you next week. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.